Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you this great day, and I'm glad you are tuned in, and I hope that this message will have some kind of impact on your life, and I certainly hope it's a positive one. Uh, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thanks for the day. Thanks for the listeners. Thanks for KBXL 94.1, who try their best to spread the message of the good news of Jesus Christ. Thank you for this season, and Lord, may we honor you every day in all we do and say, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, most of us know we live in a very busy world. Sometimes it seems like it's spinning out of control. I can tell you that in my life. It's been that way off and on for a long, long time. Kind of like the carnival, they have a ride called the Rotor, where you stand up outside on the outside edge. It spins at an incredible force and centrifugal force that holds you in. It goes faster and faster. It goes so fast that I don't want to go on it. I don't like rides like that. Why? Well, maybe because I'm an old man, but I didn't like it as a young man. You know, it's uh, that reminds me in our lives, the way we feel some from time to time, there's something we need to do. Slow down from the spinning. Slow down from spinning out of control. It's time to uh, take a step back. And I tell you what, I enjoy sometimes just taking a step back, being at my home and just sitting on the couch and relaxing because things seem to go 100 miles an hour all around. Well, how can we do that? Well, we can do that by taking time to be still before God. David from the Old Testament realized that, in fact, his well-known verse in the Bible, he says in Psalm 46.10, Be still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. David got it. Be still before God. Let him do a mighty work in your life. And folks, this morning in, in my prayer life, I was just still before the Lord and quiet, and I just said, Lord, speak to me. I just want to hear from you. I just want to hear from you. And he wants to say to me, son, be quiet and listen then. Listen, let my spirit dwell in you and move you to do things that you would have probably never done, but you started listening to me. We must take time to pray. Sometimes we don't take that time. We need to set time apart to pray, call upon God. God spoke these words to David's son Solomon in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, another one of the great passages of the Old Testament. He says this, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their evil ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their heart. Words penned from God many years ago with a continued powerful message. If we would humble ourselves and pray and seek God, he will take care of us. You know, that if is a big word. I've said that many times. If is a big word. If you'll do something. If you'll make a commitment. If you will call upon his name. He's waiting for you to call upon his name. You know, uh, sometimes we need to know about humbling ourselves is vitally important. He's referring to us taking time to recognize who he is, that he is God Almighty. He's Jehovah Jireh, our creator. He wants us to slow down and recognize him for who he is and call upon his name. People, we must call on God to direct us. We must call on God to give us wisdom. 
Call on God to see us through tough times and call on God to help us make better choices in life. God wants on the throne of your lives. He is tired of getting the leftovers. We have, in many regards, become spiritually careless and spiritually lazy. Unfortunately, folks, that has happened. We caught, we, what causes, excuse me, spiritual carelessness? Well, we make ourselves too busy. We clutter our lives with things that take up our time away from the things of God because that is just the way it is in the world. The world offers so much entertainment value. We have all the gizmos and gadgets to keep us entertained day and night. People stay up all hours on their smartphones, on their computers, on their iPads, and so forth. I heard on the news one time the average person was on Facebook. Look at their fa- they look at their Facebook an average of 14 times a day. Wow. And we have a hard time opening the Word of God once a day to read God's truth. Jesus addressed this with Martha in Luke chapter 10, verses 41 and 42. He said, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and will not be taken away from her because Martha was upset because Mary was spending all the time with Jesus not helping her in the kitchen or whatever it might be. Well, sometimes Jesus, not sometimes, all the time, Jesus saying, hey, you know, spend time with me. See, it says Mary was sitting, gazing, listening to Jesus, and Martha was upset because she wasn't chasing around serving. The emphasis here is on the importance of spending time with Jesus Christ. That is what is needed in your life, in my life, in everyone's life. You want to see the power of God, the power of Jesus Christ in your life? Spend time with him. And that will probably mean changing some things. That will probably mean taking a moment to think deeply about where you are with Jesus and what priority you give him. He wants to have a spiritual intimacy with you. We captivate our lives with trivial things. We spend too much time caring about the things that carry such little value. I hear a story. I've shared this before years ago, but I heard a story about a man that was so hard to please his wife. He really, She really wanted to make him happy, but it seemed like everything she tried, he would just down her, put a downer on it. You know people like that? Well, this guy really did, and she really wanted to please her picky husband. So on her birthday, she thought she would start the day off right and do something that she couldn't possibly mess up. So she said, honey, what do you want for breakfast? He barked out, I want two eggs, one fried and one scrambled. She worked hard and put them beautifully on the plate and was waiting for a nice comment. He looked at the eggs, then at her, and responded, well, if you didn't go and scramble the wrong egg. Folks, I tell you something. Okay, now we're getting a little bit trivial. But you and I both know people that said that are like that. We have to get beyond the non-essentials in life and focus on what is important. What is life-changing? What will direct the course of our earthly lives to be successful in the Lord? And people, if we do that, we will see the power of God unfold in a powerful way. 
you know, I like using illustrations in sports because I was a coach and a player for years and years. And uh, sometimes people don't like me talking about things. And the other day, the other Sunday, I mentioned I was congratulating Boise State because we have one of our players, Austin Bolt, goes to our church, and he was there. And I was congratulating him, and I think somebody put in a card that says, can we have more Jesus and less football? Well, bless her heart. Bless her heart. But you know what? I appreciate Austin because when he is interviewed, he talks about it's God that has helped him. God is leading him. That's what happened to George Halani with his interview after that game a few weeks ago against Utah State. You know, he, he said, first off in the interview, I just want to give glory to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the new coach, Spencer Danielson, the interim coach, is a great Christian man, a man of God. There is a great forum, folks, in college football to minister to Jesus Christ. Mark Thornton does a great job as a chaplain of Boise State's football team in helping kids come to Christ. And a lot of those guys go to his church. And believe me, there's a lot of Christian kids on the Boise State football team. It's awesome. We want to reach people for Jesus. That's what it's about. And I don't care what kind of forum it is. I'll talk about fishing if I have to. And I hate to fish, but you know what? Sometimes you reach people through fishing. My brother Dan did. My brother Dan wrote the Christian Living article on outdoor sports, and he loved to fish and hunt. He would take me out with him from time to time. I just never could get in it. So I would just watch him and root him on and and talk to him. Dan was like my best friend because he was my, we were really close, and we did so many things together. In fact, Dan gave up being a, he could have been a sports star in two or three sports. He was an amazing athlete. But he gave it up because he wanted to fish. He heard a coach one time say, if this isn't your passion, let somebody play whose passion it is. And that got to him. And he said, you know, my passion's hunting and fishing. I'm going to spend time hunting and fishing. So one year, they had a fishing contest to see me, a catch and release fish they could have. There's three or four guys in it. Well, my brother won by bunches. He caught over 3,000 fish, I believe it was, that year. And over, I think it was over 1,200 trout in one year. And, of course, they caught and released. But he had the time of his life because that's what he loved. He loved to go duck hunting and sit out there. I remember one time going duck hunting with him out in Parma, and he he hit three ducks with one shot. That was amazing. They picked up the three ducks, and, and he just he enjoyed that. But, you know, God can be used in any form in life, whether it's football, whether it's fishing, whether it's golf. We have an, There's a golf ministry in town that they have a golf fellowship that meets together, and they have a great time of Bible study and, and meeting together and golfing together. And there's a knitting groups. And growing up in church, we had a, we had a group that made quilts, a quilting group that would meet. In fact, they met in our house. And, um, and so they had a wonderful time just having fellowship, enjoying each other. And they could bring some ladies that maybe weren't churched and they could get to know these ladies. And then one day they give their lives to Christ. There are so many forums out there, folks. There's so many ways out there that we can uh, meet people. But you know, God, though, he just wants us to take time to sit down before him and get alone and be still and know that he is God. Are you taking time to be still and know that he is God? He wants you to, because he wants you to grow in a spiritual way that will help you in your life forevermore. He loves you. He has a marvelous plan for your life. I hope that you'll put your faith and your trust in him 
and that you'll love people and use the gifts and the things you enjoy to help show people all about Jesus, because he certainly LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.